Hi everyone, welcome back to the Useless Doctors Book Club. I'm Sarah. I'm Harshini. And I'm Pooja. And this is season four, episode three. And in this episode, we read a book I recommended called The Wedding Season by Katie Birchall. I wasn't sure if that CH was okay or not. Um, and I honestly don't even know how I found this book. I feel like it might have been a recommendation by Pooja that I just stole. But yeah, this is a nice light rom-com because I felt we were missing a little of that. I mean, it's only the third episode in this season, but I still feel like we were missing a little. Um, so Harshini, do you want to get us into this summary of the wedding season? Yep. Wait, Pooja, did you actually recommend this book to Sarah? <laughs> I started reading it a while ago. I might have oh. recommended it then, but then I stopped reading Wait. it because I uh, I won't even say anything. I think Pooja sent me like some screenshots of rom-coms that she was interested in reading or something. And I picked something off of that. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. So this book follows Freya Scott um and in the beginning of the book she is at her wedding and some crazy like things are happening and or she's okay she's not at her wedding yet she's at like you know the beginning the day before her wedding or something like that it's like preparations for her wedding um and I was really confused because I did not read the Goodreads summary and I was like why is this girl already getting married like where is this rom-com going but um yeah she has like this long-term boyfriend they were getting married and then suddenly her fiance calls things off and the day before her wedding she's obviously humiliated humiliated and she's like what the hell because they've been together for like 12 years which is really long time (laughs) um but yeah then she this is book is called the wedding season and it's basically because like all her friends are getting married I think she's in her early 30s or something like I think they got together when she was 20 so she's like 32 or something and so all her friends are also getting married this summer so she has a bunch of other weddings lined up and she's kind of like how am I gonna get through this whole wedding season so her friends kind of her besties who are also engaged are trying to support her and they're saying you know hey like let's put together something fun to do and like kind of challenging to do at every single wedding to kind of help get your mind off the fact that your fiance just dumped you and stuff so she gets kind of out of her comfort zone and starts doing all these things at the wedding and that's that's basically how the book kind of goes and follows all of these weddings that she attends um but yeah that's pretty much the important stuff that you need to know so Pooja do you want to give your spoiler free review okay so as I mentioned earlier this book had been on my radar and I started reading it like a few months ago but then stopped reading after like uh the first chapter just because like I didn't have any issue with it per se but it was just kind of like I wasn't in the mood for that at that time so I was like okay I'll just like keep it in my to read list um but yeah, but I ended up giving this book five stars. So I had fun with it. I had fun with it. However, 
I will say that even though like Harshini just mentioned it as a rom-com, I think that you should go into this book without that lens. Like, I don't think you should think of it as a rom-com. I think like I went into this book thinking it was a rom-com and in the beginning, I didn't really like it because I was like, where's the romance? <laughs> like this woman just got dumped and like it begins like that. So I was like not really interested. I don't know. I was just kind of like, I, this isn't really like a romantic comedy or anything like that. So I kind of was expecting that and that's not what I was getting from it. But then when you change your reading lens to like, at least I changed my reading lens more into like a friendship or like a self-growth type of book, you know, through like the challenges as Harshni was talking about. I think once you change your lens and you kind of have a different set of expectations, then the book kind of is, you view it differently. And I feel like it helps with your reading experience. You might like it more if you change the way that you approach it. So I do think that if you approach it as a rom-com, you might be disappointed. However, if you approach it as like a friendship slash, you know, self-growth type of book, um, it might be more up your alley. But yeah, I don't know. I, I had like a, I have like, I've kind of fluctuated where I started off not really liking it, but then by the end, I really did like it, which is why I gave it five stars because I was entertained by the end. Um, so yeah, but we'll get more into that in the spoilers section. But yeah, uh, five stars, change your reading lens. <laughs> Don't anticipate necessarily a rom-com. Um, but yeah, anyway, Sarah, you chose this book. What did you think? Yeah, so <laughs> I feel like I would also read it five stars. I I was kind of surprised because in the beginning, I really hated this book. <laughs> Like, I thought Freya, the main character, was like, I mean, to be fair, that's a lot to go through. But <laughs> I thought she was kind of annoying in the beginning. Um, but other than that, I think it was, like, really interesting. I remember reading it and being like, wow, this is a solid friendship book. I feel like whoever picked this picked a solid friendship book for once. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I picked this. <laughs> like... I think I don't know the the friendship was pretty wholesome like uh I feel like usually when we go for actual legit friendship books it's like a letdown because it actually ends up being not a good friendship or something like that but this like Freya and honestly I forgot their names her two friends are like really cute I would it kind of reminded me of us when we were like in college because <laughs> it was like so cute and then we tease each other and stuff so yeah it was cute I thought the challenges were cute the overall storyline was cute I think you know of the books I've picked that are romantic sometimes comedy I'd say this is probably the best one it was like well developed the characters were well developed it was annoying at parts but overall not that bad but Harshini Will you round this out to all five stars? <laughs> or, oh, I forgot to say if I'd recommend it. Uh, yeah, if you're looking for a romance, I'd recommend it. Uh, for Generally for anyone, I feel like anyone could like it. But Harshini, yeah. Will you round this out to five stars? <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, 
Okay, I'll start out by saying, yeah, I had very low expectations for this book. I was literally like, why did Sarah choose another romance book? Because <laughs> I'm sorry, Sarah, you have not had a good track record with them. And I was just like, oh, I don't know. But um, yeah, I was reading this after a while and I actually had a lot of time to read it, which was really nice. And I really got into it. So yeah, I also rated this book five stars. Um, yay! Yes, this was first all five stars. Go, I think. Yay! I think I think it is. Yeah. Oh, congrats! I feel like have we all had one now? Has Pooja had one? All good people here. Oh, wow. That's my crown crown jewel moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, that was a good one too. Wow. Okay, we've we've done it finally. Season four. We've. Yeah. all three of us have had one um but yeah I feel like this book was I was surprised I was like literally when I thought about what to rate this book I was looking for reasons to give it four stars hey <laughs> so because I never thought I would give like this a book in this kind of genre five stars but I do think it was very well done and I actually I knew you all were gonna find Freya annoying in the beginning I was like I feel like you always have this problem but I honestly didn't find her that annoying because I you know it was like the circumstances and I think overall she handled things pretty well for someone who was going through a breakup with someone she's been with for 12 years like her whole 20s and everything um but yeah I think I liked that there were these challenges to do at every wedding. I feel like that was kind of the thing that kept me interested in the book. And I really felt like I didn't want to put the book down. Um, I also, I don't know, I kind of disagree. Well, I don't know. I never really thought of this as a friendship book because I will say the friendship is cute and is a big part of the book. But I don't know even though like I knew there was going to be romance in the book so I was just looking for who the guy was I was like okay there's no like it's definitely not Matthew obviously who's her fiance so I was just looking and there's like some stuff that happens in the beginning of the book and I was like is like this random thing it is not even like an important part just like one scene but there's a guy and I was like is this the guy so I don't know I kept looking for who the guy was and then eventually I feel like it becomes obvious um but yeah I think that was a solid read what else I wrote notes for this book because I knew it would be I knew I was gonna finish or like read it over a longer period of time so tried to take notes but I only took notes in the beginning and then I, hopefully I remember everything that happens in the end but yeah I would recommend this book I agree with Sarah that it was the best best romance she's chosen and I think like out of all the romance genre books that we've read this is definitely one of the top so yay I feel so accomplished right now <laughs> this is I, got, I got the first the first I don't know if it was the first, but all one star, all five star. I can do, I can do the spectrum. Yeah, you have a good range, Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> you've given me the best, one of the best friendship books, and like the worst romance book I've ever read. <laughs> you are welcome. Okay, should we head into the spoiler section because of Harshni has notes, I have notes, Sarah, you. I do not. <laughs> you okay? You could have lied. <laughs> yeah I totally had notes 
Okay, so should we head into the spoiler-free section or should we? Yeah. Cool. Well, if you're a new listener here, um, this is where we will transition into our spoiler section. So if you want to read the book, and we all gave it five stars, which is, you know, a rare moment in the Useless Doctors book club. Um, So we definitely all recommend you read it. If you, this isn't your jam, if you're not really interested, feel free to continue listening as we head into the spoilers. So. Harshi, you have some notes. Do you want to talk about what is on these notes? (laughs) Sure. I feel like I just wrote some like random things down as I was reading. But one of the first things that I wrote down was this book was actually pretty funny. I don't know. I actually laughed out loud a couple of times. So it's like, wow, doing the comedy part, which doesn't always happen. So that was a success. I also thought that if Pooja ever wrote a book, like I, it just sounded like Pooja for some reason. <laughs> I don't know, just like the way that she yeah, was like, I see it. Yeah, she was like, oh, I got this. I can do this. Or like, I don't know, just like say the random thoughts in her mind. Um, I, I honestly, like when the thing is, like I didn't also, this is like going back to the character Freya. I didn't like Frey in the beginning, but as it went on, I was like, damn, she's me, isn't she? <laughs> like, every, like there are parts in this book where, like, Matthew says, like, oh, you're, like, so put together. You're so boring. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, dude, why? People yeah, expect I that actually, I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel, like, a little personally attacked when he said that. I was like, there's nothing wrong with being put together. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, like, I just, I just, but I definitely think, like, the comedy aspect, like, I I feel like she was a little bit too relatable, which is why in the beginning I didn't really like her, but by the end I was like, how can you not? (laughs) She's just, she's just a weirdo, but she's nice. (laughs) But yeah. You know, um, one of the challenges was, like, running down the hotel hall naked, (laughs) and I was like, I just thought, I was like, oh my God, that's like so relatable to us because we had that one challenge where we were supposed to run across campus naked. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute, we would, we would make challenges like this. Yeah, yeah, I immediately thought of that too. I was like, run to Doherty Hall naked. <laughs> like, I remember that. <laughs> uh, yes, yes those solid yeah I feel like it definitely I I see it now I didn't really think about like um because I I think they were college friends like Leo and Ruby are the two best friends she has and yeah so I I feel like you know I can see how they remind you of us but I also appreciated that this book did like a lot of showing and not telling I don't know what I was reading and I was like wow it's like actually which is like a basic thing you learn to do in writing but doesn't always happen in books so I appreciated that too um but yeah I wrote a lot of notes like that but is there something particular I had had one thought when I was reading this book I thought I thought that Harshni was like Ruby and Sarah was like Leo (laughs) because like Sarah would just be like, like she would be like trying to like maintain the peace and be like, let's all like think about this. Whereas like Harshini's like, yeah, let's go kick him. <laughs> That's very true. That is That's fair. True. Back to our segment of who who would be who in the book. I yeah, I feel like the friend friends would fit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're Freya. I'm Leo. <laughs> she needs Ruby. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I so that's what I was. That's who I was imagining when I was reading this. I thought it, that was funny. Yeah. Okay. The but the other thing with the comedy, I wrote a note where Freya in the beginning, um, when like Matthew first breaks up with her and she like is like still pissed at Matthew for everything. She like says this thing where she's like, his skin doesn't deserve to be moist. <laughs> like I was dying. I don't know why that one line, I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I appreciated how she was just like, uh, he needs me so much. He's, she's always commenting how he's dressed poorly and stuff like that and she used to have to help him with this stuff but now she's like yeah he's just gonna look terrible and not know like yeah I can see you thinking that Pooja the shoes thing was so funny where there's that one scene where like Matthew wears the wrong shoes with his suit and like instead of having like good comeback she's just like your shoes don't match I'm just like yo say what do you mean that is a good comeback but I would totally be thinking that too like I'd be like oh he's such a such a loser doesn't even know how to match his shoes properly (laughs) yes yeah that was fun yeah, I literally, the thing that I wrote down of, like, who the guy is, like, the Vike, Vicar, Viker, how do you say that? I don't know, he's just, like, Vicar. Oh, yeah, Vic, oh, the, the priest, dude, the guy who broke down the door. Yeah, who broke down the door, I was, like. Yeah, Vicar, yeah. Is this gonna be the dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she kept referring to him as a sexy Vicar, and I was, like, yeah. But then I was, then I was thinking, like, do Vickers get married? Like, is that a thing? Oh, I don't even know. I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is between a vicar and like a priest or like a. Yeah, I think priests get married. Actually, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> wow, we're so ignorant. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think vicars don't get married. Actually, think about. No, oh, yeah, sorry. It made me think about the book eaters where the dude ate the vicar. <laughs> Oh my god. The dude ate yeah. the vicar? Yeah, her son ate the vicar. And I was like, and now oh, every time yeah. I hear vicar, I'm just gonna think of the book eaters and that dude eating his brain. Oh my god. I just think whenever I think of vicars, I think of that mystery show on PBS where the vicar solves crimes. <laughs> I've never seen that show. Oh, you should watch it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> he's also a very attractive vicar who solves crime wow they can get married so it's possible okay yeah she could have married a vicar that guy who broke but like they never gave him a name so that's why i was like he's he can't be the guy yeah and then i thought it was the guy at the hotel or gabriel Gabriel I remember Gabriel. I mean I actually I didn't think it was because I I knew he was just like there where did they travel like they traveled to France. some country yeah France Gabriel that makes sense yeah but um then I realized it's our guy what's his name Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh this is cute I truly appreciated how a you know it was like a slow buildup of like oh the obvious like oh you know they don't really get along super well at first and then or like you know that's a cliche and then I don't know I I appreciated that 
she was self-aware enough to be like oh I kind of have a crush on this guy and then some stuff happened but you know what at the end they didn't just jump to I love you which I was like this is so nice that we have a couple like (laughs) that's true this book has some good development compared to other books we've read compared to love on the brain yes Yeah, that's true. That had literally no development at all. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that Jamie, the thing is, I like, okay, I'll be honest. This is where I thought, this is where we might differ because like, I really appreciated the slow buildup with their relationship, but I also thought that like, sometimes they would have like really inane conversation that I didn't care for they would just be like talking about like words and like random stuff and I'm just like yeah I understand this is probably like realistic how people have conversations but I was like this isn't like flirty banter you know it's just like two people like having a conversation and like trying like somewhat flirting but not really and I was like eh, whatever but like I I I think that's part of the slow build-up though we're like they they have like very like normal inane like literally very dull conversation like I guess they're trying to get to know each other whatever yeah I mean I feel like you can't just all of a sudden go from hating to flirting that's true but they were like talking about like oh you said this word wrong (laughs) like she calls him like a floozy (laughs) oh yeah know what a floozy means and I was like that was actually kind of funny I was gonna say that was kind of entertaining yeah <laughs> but there were there were definitely some where I was like okay like we had this word conversation a few times already you can't keep doing the same word conversation every single time author so mm. yeah I think that's fair but yeah I did appreciate that it was just like not you know what they were talking <laughs> and then yeah I feel like and that's true they obviously didn't go right to like flirty kind of banter but and they did have some some moments. Um, but yeah, I I appreciated overall. I, I think Jamie was a good guy. And I appreciated that they all had like, you know, their good sides and their flaws. Jamie wasn't a perfect dude, which was nice. Um, and yeah, I feel like also the fact that he wasn't always there. I feel like he obviously popped up at a few weddings, but it wasn't like he was at every single wedding or like it was too much of them always being around each other which I think I think that's why even though the romance was actually a smaller part of the book than I guess you would expect if you were thinking of this as a rom-com but I appreciate it because I don't like books that are just about like the two people getting to know each other yeah yeah I think like I I really liked like because I feel like the author made a conscious decision to ensure that our protagonist like something like really shit happens to her in the beginning of the book and so she has to work through her own issues and like she can't solely just like jump into another like it wouldn't make sense realistically for her to jump into another relationship anyway so like it like took her like a while to like she was like in a slump and then she was like trying to work her way through and she was like starting this new thing like she like start took up gardening and like hung out with other friends and whatever and like she had to like close the chapter on her previous relationship to open up the chapter on her new relationship and like I don't know I think it was done like in a really realistic way like she wasn't even like 
perfectly like there were times where she like went back and then like thought about it again and then like she wasn't like always on the up and up like there was like you know peaks and valleys and whatever and I thought that was like a really that is just more realistic like clearly the author thought about this she wasn't just like the other thing is that I appreciated that he wasn't there all the time because it would have seemed like um you know like that trope in romance books where like the dude just shows out of nowhere like he just like comes and is just like oh I'll save you or whatever and like he just like wasn't there all the time because he was like only at the ones where he had mutual friends so like it even made sense that he wouldn't be at all of the things and the thing with like Jamie not being perfect I feel like the things that she really didn't like about him I also didn't like about him like why is he always late he's always running late like like there was like this one scene where like they were flying somewhere and this dude is like showing up at the gate like as the as they're boarding and I'm like I'm the person who's there like three hours in advance sitting at the airport I was like, yeah that gave me like quite some anxiety <laughs> I was like no you cannot do this because I mean okay I don't think you should show up right when you're boarding but I got to the airport so early yesterday for my flight that I was there for an hour and I was like what am I doing here so early like I could have been sleeping right now because it was you're supposed to show up an hour early I know but it was like five four in the morning or something and I got two hours of sleep so I was like I could have gotten an extra 30 minutes (laughs) but I know I know you're supposed to show up early and stuff but I'm like you know what Jamie did it right he just didn't waste any time so no I guarantee one day he's gonna regret that he does it exactly I was like you're pushing your luck man (laughs) this dude but yeah but anyway there were things like that but yeah I did like the fact that like I thought they I thought their pairing was also really interesting where like he was like much more relaxed than she was and like but like they like brought out the best in each other almost like with when he was with her like he was more you know like thoughtful of certain things and like more you know careful and like whatever when she was with him she was all like she was like more carefree she was like more relaxed because like this dude was relaxed and I was like oh what a nice pair but yeah but I thought they're oh sorry no I was just gonna agree with you I mean it's interesting because um Matthew was also I feel like he had similar personality to Jamie in that I don't know she had to like tell him to hurry up and stuff but Mm -hmm. maybe it would be a little different like she was she would complain that he would complain about her taking too long in the shower or bathroom and stuff Maybe Jamie wouldn't be like that, but I feel like it's the same where like she got to tell him what to do because or else. That's true. I don't know. <laughs> I also realized we never spoiled the book entirely. So does someone want to do that? Sounds like you can. <laughs> okay. Uh, Basically what happens is that Matthew, this is like part of the description that Harshini gave, whereas like Matthew breaks up with Freya the day before their wedding and like throws everything into chaos and blah, blah, blah. And um, she goes and goes about doing these challenges at every single wedding. And there's like seven weddings other than hers. So there's seven additional weddings that she goes to. And then in between, she also goes to like bachelorette parties and whatnot and like pre-wedding festivities for her friends. So there's a lot of events happening. And like 
Jamie is a mutual friend of her. Like she, he is like one of, at one of the weddings, he's like the groomsman for one of her friends' fiancés. So then that's where she first meets him at one wedding. And then like he ends up, he also has a mutual, like he's a, he's mutual friends with another one of her friends. So basically he shows up at two weddings and then like two bachelorette, bachelor parties or whatever. Um, and yeah, and then that's how they meet. And the thing is they both have like, they both work in the same industry as well. So they meet at like some sort of like award ceremony for their companies. And like, that's like another time they meet and like they hang out and blah, blah, blah. But the entire time with like, she's like, you know, Freya is like finding herself. She takes up new hobbies. She meets up with her friends. She like meets Matthew a couple of times in between, like, and like they have like a negative interaction. She like kicks him in the balls once when she gets really drunk and like drives to his house. And like, she like calls his mom when she sees a TV show that she remembers the mom likes. And like the mom is like uncomfortable about why is like my son's ex-fiance calling me so yeah so there's like peaks and valleys whatever she also like another thread throughout this entire book is like her relationship with her mom where like initially she has a really fractured relationship with her mom where like they don't talk um uh because her mom kind of like uh fell in love with someone else and divorced her father and then left and like has not necessarily had much contact with her kids but then like as they you know as the book progresses she and her mom kind of get closer because her mom kind of wants to be there for her after her breakup with Matthew and yeah and then we see like for I think one like constant throughout the entire book is Freya's relationship with her friends is always positive like they never do anything to like jeopardize the friendship like Ruby and Leo by the way Ruby and Leo are also getting married like that's <laughs> their wedding is <laughs> one of the weddings so like they are also together and like they're getting married so yeah so like she but they they are kind of like a constant there like they are there for her the entire way through which was like really nice to see but yeah and then like her brother is also a char minor character he kind of like comes in a few times and like but he's not really that relevant I think the most relevant people are like the mom the dad Ruby and Leo and then Matthew and then this new guy Jamie um but yeah but I thought I think that's like the main gist and then Jamie and uh Freya get to they don't get together per se what happens is that they like hook up once but like it ends because Matthew calls her and is like we need to have a discussion or whatever and then like they have like a solid closure moment and then at the last page of the book basically Freya asks Jamie out on a date and like that's that at, at while they're at Ruby and Leo's wedding yeah, I thought it was also cute that her friends were, like, trying to <clears throat> set her up at the end. They basically knew that she had a crush on Jamie, but she was super, like, like kind of, they were being really weird by the end, basically, because they had the awkward time where, you know, Matthew called and stuff. And so when Freya kind of realizes and, and finally, like, I think, feel some closure with Matthew then she goes and tries to find Jamie at like his brewery or you know wherever he works um and he basically is like oh hi Freya and like she kind of tries to I mean she was there for like some Pilates class or something for five minutes or something Bro. 
Not even close to Pilates. What was it? Doing tra- trapezing. Oh my, sorry. I don't know why I was thinking Pilates and something else, but um, sorry, trapeze. Yeah, okay. So it was really something that she was like, I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was technically in the area and found that his career was like super close and goes there but then they have like some awkward interactions and she awkwardly tells him that she like she kind of ended things completely with Matthew and he is being awkward and doesn't really say anything in response and just talks about the beer or something and so yeah they like still haven't gotten together and then Ruby and Leo have basically said the last challenge at their wedding is going to be a surprise and everything so once Freya shows up and the wedding actually is over and it's like the after party thing that's when she Ruby and Leo are like oh you're gonna ask Jamie on a date and they had invited Jamie and then like that's the end when she asked him on a date which was cute it's like look at her friends just wing manning wing womaning so yeah the friendship was so cute I feel like the ending was pretty expected Especially, like, the last challenge would be something involving Jamie, like, asking him out or something like that. But it was still cute and wholesome. What did you guys think of all the challenges? I feel like I <laughs> I would do them, but I would be like, I would be like, oh, my God, I really don't want to do this. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm glad that, I, I, you know, the, when she ran across the hallway naked, that's when the whole hooking up scene happened because Jamie like found her and she couldn't open her hotel door her like room door fast enough but yeah that one I was like wow you could really get away with not actually doing it because they because Ruby and Leo were not there and they were not you know it's like how do you keep someone accountable for that but I think she was also like I can't not do it and I was like that's that's a good mindset to have you know you can't you can't lie about these things you gotta actually do it that's the whole point but yeah they're, they're definitely challenges so yeah they're fun yeah I feel like I'd be chicken to do most of them definitely yeah but you know what maybe we gotta make you do it Pooja. <laughs> <laughs> when we have our wedding season Pooja, we already know what challenges we're gonna get yes we got a whole list we can have you do that'll be so interesting I feel like also it's just if you're in a hotel it's just, uh, well okay she also did it when it was like during the actual wedding things happening so I guess there was a lower chance of anyone seeing her especially if I don't remember if the whole hotel was for the wedding guests but yeah it's like the chance of someone seeing you are very high yeah Wait, I feel like I feel like they're actually, I I mean, when I go to a hotel, I feel like most of the time I don't actually see anyone in the halls. Yeah, I guess in the hall, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I would do it because I, even in my apartment, I like don't see anyone ever. (laughs) So I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I only see people if they're throwing out trash. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I guess it. The only thing I would be concerned about is if there's security cameras. But if there's no security cameras, I wouldn't have any problem doing it. <laughs> okay, so I'm hearing that you guys are right. <laughs> No, I would be, I would be so chicken. I'd be like, no, no. <laughs> but 
it'd be fun yeah you're actually the exact type of person that you should you should do these challenges <laughs> <laughs> i do like no <laughs> I, okay i have a list of challenges you need to complete before you graduate your phd <laughs> one of them is running down your apartment hall naked this is how you're gonna meet your man <laughs> exactly <laughs> this book oh, is just your future oh <laughs> my god no this book was yeah I was like but I love how at the like her friends were like see like pre-Matthew or like pre pre-breakup Freya wouldn't do this but post-breakup Freya would okay speaking of the name Freya Sarah do you remember what Freya means no okay well when did you learn that Remember when we were going to make our, for a lunar gown, oh. our clothing thing was going to be called Freya. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Our fashion clothing line. Yeah. Wow, I totally forgot that ever happened. <laughs> going to be called Freya? Yeah. Because Freya is a sex goddess. Oh. <laughs> That's why I was like, her name is Freya. <laughs> Dang. Oh, wow. There's so many similarities to our undergrad day. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was crazy. But none of us ended up with a Matthew, so. Mm-hmm. Well, no one, none of us ended up with anyone, so. <laughs> Drew, we're, oh we're Ruby and Leo. Now, apparently, yeah. we should be dating Sarah. <laughs> Hood of. But yeah, but I think, like, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Wait, I totally interrupted a train of thought. I'm sorry. You, you were going to say something. Okay. I was going to be like, what did you guys think of Matthew? Oh, very average. Yeah. I was like crazy to wait until, I mean, we had just watched Love is Blind. So like, wow. But even on Love is Blind, they're supposed to, like, they can't even get out of the wedding thing they have to say no at the altar but they can also talk about it for sure um but yeah I was thinking about that girl that just went into the guy on their wedding and just never indicate well I don't know he was very like I don't think you're actually gonna say yes to me and stuff but she was like no no like everything's fine but then yeah yeah which was crazy to do for like you know obviously some point during the 12 years I'm sure they were really good but I don't know 12 years is so long to be just dating someone too I was like wow yeah just getting married I don't know everyone who I know like was dating someone in their 20s or I guess some high school people are you know obviously not getting married right now but I feel like we're gonna get married in the next few years I feel like all my high school friends well, not friends. People I know in high school that are that started dating in high school, they're all married now. Either that or they broke really? up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. People, like, not that many people that are married yet, but, like, yeah. I just feel like that's such a long time. But maybe Matthew was kind of, like, prolonging it because he's not as into her. But, yeah. <clears throat> I'm kind of changing the topic. What? No, I was like, just say it then. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. I just like at some point during the wedding planning, you got to be like, this is not a good idea. Yeah, especially when you're pay- like spending so much money on this wedding. Like, wow. Yeah. I was 
I was like, okay, because they said, like Freya said that like, like they were engaged for one year. So that means that they had dated for 11 years and then they were engaged for their 12th year. So I was like, so you dated for 11 years, gave her, bought a ring, gave her a ring. And then after like the one year of wedding planning was when you were like, nah, I'm not interested. I, it is a stressful time, but yeah, it's a little not realistic. That's so, I was like, that, where, like, where is your brain? And his reasoning for like breaking up was so dumb, at least in the beginning was just like, you're so like, what did he say? Put together. Did he say put together then? He said like something about being together and he's like, yeah. and I'm just like, so like, you know, not. <laughs> Wait, that was just his reason, right? He didn't have any other reason, right? Yeah, he was I just think, like, our personalities are different. I think, did he explain it more in the end where he was kind of like, I, I don't think I'm at, like, my life is as oh together. Yeah. And, like, he, I think he was, like, a little more unsure about his career. I forget what. Yeah. He, doing, but... he definitely, he had, like, this whole thing where he was saying that he didn't bring anything to the table. Yeah. And, like, she brought everything to the table, and he was, like, I wasn't ready for that. And I was, like, okay, but, like, you're, like, they are presumably, he's one year older than her or something, so he's, like, 33, right? You are 33 years old, and you, it, you, it took you 12 years to understand that you didn't bring anything to the table. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't, I don't, I, I'm just, like, you waited that long to express like you could have uh, open communication is all I ask <laughs> like just speak out loud if you have some, like if there is an issue if you're not sure about something oh my god people especially like as big as wanting to break up why would you even ask her to marry you in the first place and if you were unsure yeah I feel like it's a lot like also with couples it's just easier to stay together and I mean especially if these were his reasons I feel like he could have been like oh yes I and and I mean still the fact that he ended up breaking up with her which I want to get to the whole mom thing because I feel like her mom had a lot to do with her finally understanding and getting over it and being okay with the whole situation but yeah, like, I think it on, I don't know, not defending him, obviously, but I feel like his reasoning was also probably during that time was just, you know, it's easier to just stay with this person than have to start all over and break their heart and all of that. Um, so at least before they actually got married, because obviously once you get married, it's like you have to get divorced. Like, it's just so much harder than just breaking up. Uh, so I feel like he you know, he did ultimately get there before that whole thing. And that's what her mom was basically saying, because she was kind of Matthew in this situation and, you know, had another guy in the whole thing. Like she, she left Freya's father for another guy. So that was more of her reasoning. But I think she was talking about how she felt really bad that it took, you know, after getting married and having two kids to actually, for her to realize that this is not the relationship that she wants. And she kind of explained that to Freya in terms of, you know, it's good that at least he did tell you now, like, it's good for you because you don't want to be in this relationship with him not really being as into it because he could have just strung it along and just like, 
been with you you know that's fair that's a fair point I think I do think that the mom played a big role towards the end at least especially like she so at some point like Freya decides to bring one of the challenges is to bring someone unexpected as your plus one to a wedding and Freya decides to bring her mom um which is like really unexpected because like they don't necessarily have the best of relationships and then they have this like entire like beach walk and like chat where she like essentially like breaks down and like starts like sobbing and then her mom is there and then they like have this like really honest open discussion about the whole thing and I think is that like would that's like the I guess like the key conversation to like where it makes Freya realize that Matthew kind of did her somewhat a favor in the timing of how he broke it off like obviously he could have done it much earlier but like at least he didn't wait until they actually got married to have that discussion that's yeah I also thought this was the part where I was like maybe this is my reason to give it four stars because before this whole conversation I felt like you know this was a classic you come from you know a not perfect family and there's some sort of family issues with you know people in general but like she she's like you know having this whole I don't have a great relationship with my mom story like background and that is a thread throughout the book but I was kind of like how is this related to anything else like I don't know it just felt like a different part of her life and obviously the whole like main part of the story is about her breakup and then getting together with Jamie eventually but I felt like the whole way that her like mom was actually genuinely in a way that makes sense like tied into how she got over things and then the fact that their relationship really mended because of that like everything made sense in terms of them having a better relationship but then also her being able to get over Matthew from that so I appreciated that I was like okay author Katie you did you did well and proved me wrong in terms of thinking like this was two separate kind of storylines um that was nice that's true she mended that well my favorite scene though was when I forget exactly when this was because oh yeah I think this was before her conversation with Matthew um at their apartment and stuff or her apartment like the apartment they both used to live in but it was like the scene when she and her friends like saw he ended up having you know a meal with um, being on a date with someone in the same restaurant that her friends were having brunch or something and then he like kind of comes up to them and has like like an awkward exchange and kind of says like something rude I forget exactly what he said yeah he's like oh you guys are being like so mature wow or like he was like yeah. super rudely sarcastic yeah yeah um because her friends are obviously giving him like glares and stuff but then she goes she gets really angry that he said that because in the moment and he like goes back to see and everything so her friends are like she's like I want to leave so they're leaving but then she comes back and she starts going off on him and then at the end just like throws a glass of wine on him and then her friends like one just throws a glass another glass of wine on his head and then another glass of wine and then I love how the end like the last friend was like clean yourself up Matthew and gives him a napkin and I was just like that was just so great 
<laughs> yeah, I love that scene. I was like, I would love to be in a restaurant and then that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Just see someone totally get like uh, put in their place. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, I was getting so pissed off at Matthew, like being like very passive aggressive and like, like rudely sarcastic because I was like, I feel like I've I never know how to deal with those type of situations. <laughs> Someone says that to me because, like, I, like they're, they're like, I feel like we all know that person who is just like, like they say, like they make it seem like you're the problem, and like, and like, because like in the the entire scene, what ends up happening is that Freya and her friends are like minding their own business, like literally just like eating, and they see him, but they basically ignore him, like. And then they just, you know, they don't provoke him or anything like that. Like, they're literally just, like, sitting there. And then he comes up, and then he's just like, oh, like, I'll be the bigger person, and I'll say hi and whatnot, and, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, they're all glaring at him, and he's like, oh, you guys are so mature, like, real mature guys, like, whatever, blah, blah, And then, like, leaves, acting like a little douche. And then, <laughs> and, like, I feel like we all know the person who would do that, like, who would just, like... And like, you don't even know what to say because if you say something like that, they can always come back to you and literally you would like be embodying the person of like being immature and that sort of thing. But like, I don't know, the way that like all her friends backed her up and like, you know, were like, let's all throw wine on this dude. <laughs> I like, let's make a seed. I was like, ah, I like this. Like, I don't know. I feel like, Matthew could have definitely done like more douchey things after that like he could have like said something even more like you know like oh you really are immature or whatever but he doesn't say anything um which means that he felt bad about it obviously but like I don't know I just I I just I feel like that was such a realistic like thing that would happen where like a dude like that who is like so full of shit would just like come up and like provoke you and then make it seem like you're the problem or like it's yeah. you're the immature one and I was like oh those I was like the author definitely had an experience with such a person and like <laughs> that's why they included it in this book but yeah definitely yeah so did you guys have any other things you wanted to discuss no what about uh what about the initial beginning scene of the brother and the peacock? <laughs> yeah, I was like totally thinking of that when I was telling the summary and I was like, I totally forgot this happened. But then I had a memory of it. Which was just I don't know. I feel like that was I had to like reread that part. I was like, wait, what is happening right now? <laughs> because they're just peacocks. And I was like so confused that it was her wedding because I did not read the Goodreads summary. And I did not know she was getting married. And I was just so confused, but it was pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Because it's like the first thing that happens essentially. I was like, uh, I feel like this is going to be a good book because like, what on earth is that? <laughs> I also like their dynamic is so cute and fun like reminds me of me and my brothers because just like I don't know the you band. have a cute and fun dynamic with your brothers okay not really <laughs> <laughs> the banter the banter is similar would your brothers get a bunch of but I love how it's not even peacocks he's like they're peahens which are like the women like which they're not colorful and they're right. just like birds 
Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. He's like, yeah, I got some female peacocks. <laughs> wow, so thoughtful. Also, this is unrelated, but I was so confused. Well, first of all, I processed like multiple times. I like forgot that they're in London. They're you know they're all British. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is a hen do? <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's a yeah, bachelorette. It took me way too long to figure out what that was. I know, I know. I didn't even look it up. I just used context clues eventually. Yeah. But I was like, this is such a weird name for something. I don't know. Just yeah. bothered I I feel like I've read a few British rom coms before, which is where I heard like Hindu and stag. So I was mm. like, oh, okay. And then they call it a sten. Because they combine like a stag and a hand. <laughs> oh, I totally did not get that one. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that does. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. I didn't like, I guess like, have you, I don't know if this happened to you guys, but like as you were reading it, do you guys feel like you would have, like you would experience a wedding season where like all your friends would get married around the same time? Yeah, I feel like that was kind of unrealistic. I was like, who? I mean, unless they plan this, like, this is not bound to happen like this, especially because I feel like, well, I don't know, maybe I definitely, I think Ruby and Leo were together for maybe similar, but probably a few less years than. Yeah, they um, like got together after college and after college, right? Yeah, then, yeah. And then I don't know about anybody else, but it's just like, what are the chances that all your friends I mean it's like because it's, it's like a lot of her good friends too it would be different it was if it was like a lot of you know kind of like distant friends and then like her wedding plus maybe maybe Ruby and Leo were like we're getting married the same year but it was also her other friend I forget her name but like another good friend like the two other friends that were with her at the whole like wine throwing scene like that they also I think both got married mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was all her good friends so what are the chances I mean and like I think I based it on like the friends that had like that would invite you to their bachelorette party like yeah. she had like so many friends that she went like they were close enough that she was part of that as well like it wasn't just like an acquaintance that she knew or anything like that so I was just like oh that's so many and like I know some people have that but I'm just like that's so that's so crazy that your entire summer goes and just attending weddings yeah. <laughs> like, like I never want to do this but Pooja it's your future <laughs> we've established that Okay, but I don't even know if I have that many friends who like, you know, to like, just like, it would mean like, basically it would mean like every single one of my friends had to get married in the same thing to have equivalent wedding season. Like, yeah, I don't even know. That's so, that was so crazy. And then I was just like thinking a lot about like, like, I mean, I don't think any of us are like, you know, we're going to get married right now. But I think, like, I was just thinking, like, maybe in, like, three or four years, that might be a thing. And I'm like, God. Do you think, wow. I don't know. (laughs) Not three or four years. But I don't know. Eventually, it's like. Maybe. I don't know. Around 30. Like, I okay. Like, Sarah's already 25. I am turning 25 in, like, two weeks. And then 
like Harshini, you're turning 25 next year. Like I feel like four years after 25, like yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize that was so <laughs> you know putting that in perspective. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this book was just like reminding me of how old I got where I was like, this could this could actually be me in <laughs> oh I have to travel everywhere. Oh my god. Uh, yeah but we can't just pop over to france <laughs> you know anyone who would get married in france no but i'm saying like if you lived in london then it's like oh yeah over. yeah it'd be like a train here it'd be like pop over to like california maybe but like it would take yeah it would be like much longer to go to california than it would to be to france from london it's yeah. so convenient to live in like europe <laughs> you can maybe just take a train and be like bam <laughs> Bam, bam. Whereas like here, I have to be like, oh, let me sit in the airport for seven hours. <laughs> Just to take a one hour flight. <laughs> yeah. Should have taken a train. From Atlanta to New Jersey? I don't know how far that is. <laughs> I mean, it would, I, it, maybe in the, honestly, in the time I spent at the airport, they, I would be, if I had just spent that time on a train, I'd probably be, you know. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this book made me think about my future. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you know what? It's a five-star future. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, when, when is this random Jamie going to show up? <laughs> just, you know what was really unrealistic? The fact that she found a decent man so quickly. She didn't even have to like go on a dating app, you know? But technically, she was set up a little. That's true. She Those friends just coming in clutch. Yeah, those were some solid friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone else that are so useful? Yeah. Any other thoughts? Nope. Cool. Well, that is a wrap on season four, episode three, where we read the wedding season. Um, next week, we will be reading another. I don't think this is a romance, but it might be. There might be some romantic elements involved. Based but... on the cover of the book, it looks like a romance. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's romance. It's definitely uh there definitely will be some romantic elements though. And it's called The Dead Romantics <laughs> by Ashley Poston. Poston, sorry, Ashley. I did not pronounce, if I did not pronounce your name correctly. But yeah, so I don't really know. I just heard that it is heartwarming and since we are recording this during the holiday season, I felt like we needed our hearts to be warmed by the books that we read. How <laughs> kind of you, Pooja. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I also see that there are some fantasy elements, and I'm not a big fan of fantasy. However, if it's heartwarming, I will read it. <laughs> so, we will see whether we will have another, you know, uh, what should we call these whenever we have three of us give the same ratings? Oh. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, it doesn't sound as good. I want to say crown jewel. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, this is a crown jewel moment. I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. We should mark them in our, in, in the description. <laughs> this is the crown, but actually, no, that would be a spoiler. Yeah, it spoils the rating. It's true. Uh- <clears throat> it'll spoil well, we can't get you have to have our listeners listen to find out whether we liked it or not so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. true 
Okay. But anyway, hopefully next time we have a crown jewel moment. I don't know. I feel like they're very rare, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, any other thoughts? No. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for listening, everyone, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.